podcast time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Matt. And this is the second time we've recorded this episode. Yes, this is attempt number two. Yes. Uh, my microphone wasn't set up correctly and user error, totally. But here we are. Yeah. Season one recap. Yeah, we're going to rank the whole first season. We made a list. We made a list. We checked it twice. Twice. And we're going to check out who was naughty. And who was nice. <laughs> that was really dumb. <laughs> it's not even close to Christmas. Not even. So we decided we were trying to figure out the best way to do this. And we had taken a trip down to Oregon, down to the to Cannon Beach. And we decided that while we were driving, it's like a good five-hour drive for us. So while we were driving, we stopped by a dollar store and picked up some post-it notes. And I had happened to also pick up some tape because I need tape. And uh, we decided we're going to write all the episodes on the post-it notes and rank them. But they wouldn't stick to the dashboard. So then we had to use tape. Yeah. So ultimately, we could have just used regular pieces of paper. That's accurate. Instead of cheap post-it notes. But regardless, it was really cool. It was fun to do a fun little project that we ended up doing. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And it was kind of like, well, what do you think about this episode? Well, I like it. Do you like it more than this one? So it was, it's, you know, some of these episodes that we've ranked were just super close together. I think a lot of the middle ones on our list were just really close. And it was just maybe minute details that we liked more than others or that we had to come to an agreement on. So yeah, it was way easier finding which ones we liked the most and which ones we liked the least. But there were so many kind of like, yeah, I liked this episode, but I guess it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. That kind of bunched up in the middle. But it was fun putting together. So yeah, when uh, we would love to hear from you guys what your top 10 of this the first season were. If you want to write in, um, we'll definitely share it on the air. Yeah, we're very curious to see what, what kind of episodes people liked. Absolutely. So should we get to it? Let's get to it. Rocking and rolling. Season one recap, ranking of our episodes. So there are 26 total episodes that we viewed. Yeah, so we're going to start with our 26th favorite episode, <laughs> <laughs> which was, Matt? Episode 26, The Gut Grinder. I hate this show episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you too. I think it was pretty easy to decide. Like From like the moment we finished watching this episode, we're like, this is probably the worst episode of the season. Yeah, I was sorely disappointed with this episode. Yeah, same here. I remember liking this one in the past, but I did not enjoy it this last night through. I still enjoy the creepy golem guy in the in the jail cell. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I didn't think this one had much going for it. So as a brief recap, uh, for those of you who don't remember Gut Grinder, Jake is accused of being a horrible monster that's been terrorizing several towns. So Jake himself becomes unsure if he is or isn't the monster. I do think some notable moments were when the starfish people, I think the animation for the starfish people was pretty good. I do think it's really funny that the lady's name was Sharon and was it Christopher? I can't remember. Why, Sharon? Why, Sharon? Why? Because <laughs> Jake that is hot. That that was pretty funny. But otherwise, this is just least favorite episode. Yeah, it definitely had its moments, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we agreed on that. Yeah. So, number 25, Ocean of Fear. Which is episode 16. Yes. And that one, Finn must overcome his fear of the ocean. So, notable moments in this episode were Jake's horrible attempts at trying to help Finn not be afraid of the ocean, which was pretty intense. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought it was pretty hilarious. But, uh, yeah, this one, all it had going for it was freaky deakiness. Ultimately, not one of the strongest for us. I still enjoy it, though. I would watch it again. And our number 24 is... Episode 22, Henchmen. So I think a lot of the, the Marceline fans out there might hate us a little bit by our rankings of the Marceline episodes. This is uh, this was one of our introductions to Marceline. So it was our se- I think it was the second episode of Marceline episode. Yes. And um, this is when she tricks Finn into swearing allegiance to being her henchman. And Finn, like, figures her out. But it just, I don't know, like, it just wasn't my jam. No, there's too much repetition in this one. I hear you, too. Like, neither of us dislikes Marceline as a character. We just didn't think that either of her episodes in the first season were among the better episodes of the season. Yeah, I agree. I think that, I don't know, I get that we needed to learn about her and, like, establish like that rapport with her, but it, these just weren't our favorite episodes. Yeah. I mean, season two has got some awesome Marceline episodes, so yeah. they're coming. Well, I've seen awesome Marceline episodes. I've liked Marceline episodes, just these ones weren't my favorite. Yeah. So number 23 is Evicted. That is episode 12. Yep. And that's the other Marceline episode. Yeah. I do think that this is a funny one where they... Like are trying to find like their different housing, and we have that song by Pendleton Ward, which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah, you sang that. The evicted song. Yeah, I love that one. All right, and our number twenty, our number twenty, our number twenty-two is episode three, Prisoners of Love. See, I thought after we watched this one way back when was it like September or something that this was going to be among our favorites of the first season. So that's saying something, like because. I think we both liked this one. Yeah. And it still ended up being among our least favorite. I think that there are better Ice King episodes. I think at the moment, we just hadn't had full exposure into what was some of the better Ice King episodes. And so I'm just really, I don't know. Like, I think that this was a good intro, but it definitely wasn't the best uh, that Ice King had to offer. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. Mm. It's pretty middle of the road. Oh, in case somebody doesn't remember what that one was, because, you know, some of the Ice King episodes can kind of bleed together. This is the one where the Ice King kidnaps a large group of princesses, and it's up to Finn and Jake to free them. I guess that also kind of sounds like... <laughs> Every Ice King episode. <laughs> a lot of Ice King episode. Yeah, totally. All right, number 21 was episode 7, Ricardio the Heart Guy. Now none of you can stop me. What I think is funny is that this is very quotable. Matt and I quote this episode all the time. Yep, best friend um, massage. Best, <laughs> completely consensual. <laughs> oh, my God. And we got George Takai, who is pretty amazing as our, a voice actor here. But uh, again, I think there are better Ice King episodes. And uh, yeah, so yep. it's cool. Yeah, still get a good laugh out of this one. This one's got uh, the creep factor going for it. Totally, totally. I enjoy it. I know it's not your favorite aspect of the show. And our number 20 is the first episode of Adventure Time, episode one, Slumber Party Panic. I think this episode is cool because... It definitely introduced us to the quick thinking that Finn and Jake have, mostly Finn, like in problem solving. And I think that's kind of cool. And also that introduction to Princess Not Buttercup. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I, again, like we were really excited. I mean, these episodes are great in themselves, but they're definitely really good ones that they're just a little better. It was pretty nuts how many characters are introduced in the first episode. Oh, I know. There are so it's many. crazy. Because they have like the Candy Kingdom is there. So we meet tons of them and you don't realize they're like uh, important until later on for sure. Yeah. 
I, I love the fact that one of the very first lines in this series is a quote from Army of Darkness. Which, which is, is, give me some sugar, baby. Give me some sugar, baby. Yep. One of the uh, candy zombies. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Auto- yeah. Automatic- automatically went up a few notches in my book there. Yeah, for real. It's a smart show. Like, this is such a smart show, and I, I really enjoy it. Um, So I just think that, again, it was hard for us to rate these episodes, too, because, like I said earlier, some of these episodes had just minute details that were just like, well, I liked this part a little bit better than that part, so we'll rank it ahead of it. Yeah, it sure. got pretty difficult. It was It was pretty difficult, for sure. All right, so our number 19 was... Episode six, The Jiggler. I love the music in this. I think Finn's auto-tune was super cute. For those who don't remember um, what The Jiggler was about. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. (laughs) You put the wrong synopsis on that. Yeah, the the, the synopsis goes with the Enchiridion. I know. I'm like, that's not it. (laughs) Wait a minute. Princess Volume has nothing to do with this episode. (laughs) Sorry about that. I was going to mess up on one of these. No, it's fine. So the Jiggler um, is about Finn and Jake finding this little guy and they hang out with him and then it's getting super sick and so they have to find its mama and then they find the mama and, and That's right, they throw it back together. into the mama juice. Mama juice. Yeah. Yeah. I love the little, the singing in this. I think it's super cute. Yeah. Um, And just a little character. That was definitely one of my favorite episodes in terms of like cuteness factor. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like the auto-tune singing, too. That's my favorite part. Baby. And our number 18 is episode 17, When Wedding Bells Thaw, which was the Ice King announces that he is engaged, and to the shock of Finn and Jake, it seems the bride is actually willing. I really like this episode for the um, ice centipede that we see and yes. some of the like characters that we see in this episode, which are really, really neat. Yeah. The man Lorette party. Mm-hmm. The man <laughs> And how obnoxious the Ice King is. Um, so really funny. So Matt and I went to a beer festival today. And as we're walking around looking at all these, like, like there's 109 different breweries represented. And it was really funny. We we're thinking, oh, man, if we had a brewery, what would we call it? We decided that we would call it Slappy D's. And each of, right. the, each of the beers would have, like, an Adventure Time themed name to it. So we're thinking like we would do like PB would be like a, a peanut butter version or something like a grapefruit where it'd be like more pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were thinking we had a whole bunch of them. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Whisper Dan. Whisper Dan. Magic Man. Magic Man. <laughs> anyway, we thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me like. It's slappy D. Yeah. Slappy Ice D's. King. The Ice King. Thank you, Ice King. If we ever open up our, our brewery, we have you to thank for it. So I think it's it's cool to take a minute and talk about the Ice King and my feelings about the Ice King. Would that be okay, Matt? Yeah. So I like the, you know, we're introduced to this bad guy. Like we learn early on in, in this season that Finn and Jake and the Ice King have like static. But what I think it's cool is that the writers did a good job of adding layers to this character throughout this season. Um, we see this in different episodes, which we'll see a little bit later on in, in our ranking of uh, where we have like these sentimental moments with the Ice King. We learn more about him. And I just am excited to to see this character evolve and, and grow. So it's kind of cool. And the, and the Ice King isn't just this like thieving, princess stealing mongrel who throws ice bolts. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's probably gets more character development than any other character of the first season. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Although I think Princess Not Buttercup <laughs> rivals him a little bit. And I say that because like we see many different sides of yeah, her. Yeah, you see that th- there's some layers. Yeah. She's a complex character. She is a complex character. And like I mean, the fact that she had like skeletons shackled in her dungeon, like, you know, but then you have like this person who cares about the candy kingdom and who's like trying to protect all of these candies and like all this stuff. And so it's just really, yeah, really interesting. So I think with those two characters, we see a lot of a lot of growth already. And yeah. I'm just super excited about future seasons and what we're going to see. That's one of the things I love about uh, Bubblegum in this first season is like all these little plants of ideas yeah. That you're like, wait, what was that back there? Right. What is she involved in? But it, it doesn't give any exposition, so it's just kind of left there for you to think about. Mm-hmm. I think that's also what Adventure Time does well, is that it doesn't like cater to the audience at yeah. all. I think it just, it's like, hey, this is what we have. We're going to lay it out in front of you. And you can choose to interpret it in one way or another and see what your thoughts are and, totally. and go from there. That's definitely something you don't get with a lot of cartoons. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So our next one was... Number 17, episode 24, What Have You Done? What Have You Done? Which one was this? So this is when Ice King, uh, Finn and Jake were told to arrest the Ice King by PB. They faced like an ethical quandary about what they should do with him because the evidence didn't exactly line up and they didn't have all of the story about what was going on. And the and they had like frost, like Candy Kingdom had like frost sickness or something, and so yeah, because he was scratching his beard over the kingdom, and the yeah. flames made everybody all that. Yeah, this is the episode of Slappy D's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. Finn locks him and himself and Jacob, and like Ice King goes to like shake his hand or something, and Finn slaps his hand away. He's like, "Oh, slaps in disgust, huh?" Slaps of disgust. Let's call him Slappy D's. Yeah. 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 So again, yeah. and more layers to the ice can thing is pretty cool. Yeah, fun episode. Yeah, I did like this episode quite a bit. And ooh, number sixteen is episode twenty-one, Donnie. This episode really surprised me. Yeah, I agree. I loved this episode so much. Uh, in case people don't remember this one by name, Finn and Jake try to reform a bullying ogre, but realize that their good deed has unexpected consequences. It's like the butterfly effect yeah. in this episode. It's it's like My Fair Lady, but with a very unhappy ending for yes. the lady. Notable of this episode were the songs that Jake used to remind Donnie to wear pants and things like that. And the empathy song. The empathy song. Yeah. So good. This one was good. So I remember this last time through thinking, this is actually kind of sad because you see that this guy is changing and he feels like he's changing for the better. And in the end, he is forced back into his old ways. And he's clearly not very happy about this. And it's just kind of left on that note. So he's, yeah. it's like he becomes kind of a villain again. Absolutely. But then it like has this like nod at the end to like, hey, thanks, guys. But, you know, kind of thing. I just, it's such a weird, weird story. But that's what I like about this one. It, like, it makes you think about it for a little while afterwards. It's pretty good. It's like, should you intervene and it's like interrupting the own... like the the ecosystem? Yeah, like should you impose your own standards on a person who you think needs to change? I mean, he had these like qualities that were obnoxious and like, but then like at the end of the day, that's what was protecting the town. It's like Star Trek rules. Like I remember the beginning of uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. Where they go and intervene with this natural disaster that's about to happen on a planet. Yeah, yeah. But it goes against the prime directive. Right. Because they don't know what the consequences are. So anyway, it's, it's something like that. Yeah, absolutely. But it's pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, on to number 15, 
episode 20, Freak City. <laughs> this is our introduction introduction to Magic Man. Magic. <laughs> I, I love Magic Man. Ben gets turned into a good smelling foot. That's right. And they become like this amalgamous body with all these like randomly changed bodies. My favorite of whom is Kip. Yeah. His eyes. Cut him in the eyes. <laughs> I am Gork, leader of Freak City. Yeah, uh, I like this one a lot. It's ridiculous. This is one of those, let's throw as much weird crap into one episode as we can possibly think of. Yeah, absolutely. Matt did really love it. He fought hard for this episode I to did. be higher on, the, higher on the list. Yeah, I'm happy with where it is. 15 is an okay place for yeah, it. Yeah, it's almost middle. Yeah, but yeah, there's better ones yeah. for us anyway. Yeah, absolutely. For instance, number 14. Episode 15, What is Life? What is Life? Oh, yes, Neptor, the never-ending pie-throwing robot. Pie. I love pie. Mm-hmm. Finn accidentally gives it a soul. Yes, because it gets hit by lightning. Mm-hmm. So this episode was really interesting because we further see some of the things that, that Finn and Jake do and how does that impact others around them. Yes, and this episode ends with a... Uh... A look into the the soul of the Ice King. Absolutely. And just how, again, layers, so many layers of the Ice King and him just wanting companionship and just feeling lonely. Yep. Yeah, it's a good one. We were both kind of hit over like the last scene of this episode of how sad it actually is. It was good stuff. Yes, I agree. And number 13 is episode 10, Memories of Boom Boom Mountain. While having trouble solving the contradictory problems of the residents of Mountain Village, a Mountain Village, Finn recalls where he found the desire to help people. Matt's favorite. <laughs> a very important episode to me. It is. I was quoting it the day that we started dating. That's accurate. You <laughs> just had I... a boom boom baby. Oh, you just kissed a boom boom baby. Go ahead. Finish it. <laughs> no Get sugar it for of... me till you clean that dirty face. Ugh. <laughs> and I still stuck by him. Yes, you did. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this episode's great. I think it's hilarious. It's got a lot of good lines, and I love the mountain and uh, the roughhousers. Yeah. Well, I just think it's funny because it's like, is this sustainable? Is this solution sustainable? It's not at all. Not even a little. <laughs> like, there's no way mm -mm. That this is sustainable for a right prolonged period of time. This is. It, it's just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave my thoughts like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me put this one so high on the list. You're welcome. All right. Our number 12 pick is episode eight, Business Time. Business? Business Time. Yes, where Finn and Jake discover a tribe of businessmen frozen in a block of ice. And Jake says, says that they look like well-dressed pickles. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is a good one. It was a good one. I think we liked it. The The comedy in this, I think, was really great. I think that the the voice acting was, was pretty great yep. and uh, just all around a good episode. Business. Yeah, this is one that, even though it's not the most memorable for me of the season, it was still extremely enjoyable to sit through. I totally agree. And I think we both laughed out loud multiple times at this episode. Yeah. It's going to be higher up on the list because even though, you know, it's not a go-to episode for me, mm -hmm. there's still virtually nothing about it that i disliked absolutely absolutely yeah. it was a good episode so number 11 is our top 10 honorable mention episode 9 my two favorite people this is when jake tries to hang out with both um lady and finn and 
Finn can't understand Lady, so they give her the voice modulator that makes it sound like a old man talking. I love this episode. It's I think great. this is really, really clever. It's and got lots of charm. Lots of charm. Lots of fun. Um, explores that dynamic between like best friends and girlfriends and what is that like and how do I balance it and things like that and further like gives us a picture into like the complicated relationship that Jake and Lady have. Come on, darling. Wrap your legs around me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So good. I I really, really enjoy this episode. And uh, I think this is just a good, solid episode, solid Adventure Time episode. And it is a go back to and watch episode for me. Oh, for sure. And it's our introduction to Tiffany, who's one of my favorite recurring characters. Who also shows up in the next episode, the Duke. Tiffany is in the Duke? (gasps) That's right. Yeah. Wait, was it that one? I think it is the Duke. No. Oh, no, no, because it's the Duke it? of Nuts' son that shows up at the end of that, and the yeah. squirrel that's obsessed the with squirrel. Jake. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but still, boy. very funny. Good episode, solid all around. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. We're in our top 10 now. Top 10. Top and again, 10. if you want to write in your top 10 favorite episodes of season one, you're welcome to. We would love to hear what your take is. Yes, please do, because I'm sure it's going to be a lot different than ours. So number 10 is episode 19, The Duke which is an accident in the Candy Kingdom, which Finn and Jake cause is blamed on the Duke of Nuts. Yeah, love this one. Again, I love the Duke of Nuts himself. I think Me he's too. an awesome character. Yes, so cute. The His kiddo is adorable. Like the wife who's like, kill him. And just, just instantly like, ready to turn on him. Yes, so funny. And he's just like this gentle soul and is just like, dang. This is the first time we see PB really lose it. Yes. She goes nuts. She crazy. Yeah. This is enjoyable. Like, th- there's not too much to say about this one other than we just had a blast watching it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Totally. All right. Number nine, episode two, Trouble in Lumpy Space. This is one of Matt's very favorite episodes. I love this. This uh, was one of the uh, first episodes that got me really into the show. Yeah. Just because of how bonkers and hilarious the line delivery is. It, the, it is. And I think that, that it's so clever. And, like, so you have this unique like speech patterns of people in lumpy space and just like <laughs> yep. how just you have this whole like teenage drama and te- and then you have Finn and Jake they get caught up in everything and so good. I can sum this episode up in one word, Brad. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> the derpy little guy that LSP and her friend are uh right, like fighting over. Yes. Brad. Brad. Oh, yeah. I love this one. And uh, when Finn- Jake and Finn go lumpy. Yes. Uh, this, uh, uh. this this episode is like, you know, like those teen- teenage rom-coms. This is what that is. Yep. This is what this episode is. And I love that about it. Yes. It's one of those but hopped up on sugar. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's legendary. Love that one. All right. Number eight is episode four, Tree Trunks. How can you go wrong with Tree Trunks? I know. Apple pie. Apple pie time. As when Tree Trunks joins Finn and Jake on a quest, but finds her talents for adventuring leave something to be desired. (laughs) (laughs) Said that all in one breath. (laughs) I really like the character Tree Trunks because she just, okay, so she reminds me a little bit about my grandma. My grandmother is 98, lives by herself, drives a car, like motor homes everywhere, and it's just, like, I don't think she tries to seduce someone with, like, her bodily wiles, but um, mm. 
she uh she's just so fiercely independent and that's what i think of when i think of tree trunks where she just kind of is like i'm gonna do my own thing and throw caution to the wind without knowing i'm throwing caution to the wind but just being myself and ugh, i love it grandma's awesome i know she is and so is this episode yeah it's <laughs> agreed shock ending <laughs> Also, we made pie when we... Oh, yeah, the day that we uh, recorded the episode um, for this one. Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. Blackberry pie. It was... I can't wait. We're almost to blackberry season, Matt. Yes. It's going to be epic. It's going to be just in time for us probably to record the next Tree Trunks episode. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome episode. So next is... Where are we up to now? Our number seven is episode 18, Dungeon. I think this is such a cool and creative episode. Which one was this? Oh, Finn adventures into a forbidden dungeon against the wishes of Bubblegum and Jake. Oh, that's right. This is yeah. one with the uh, the cat that- With approximate an... knowledge? Yes. Frank the human boy. <laughs> you said and your the dog, animation, <laughs> The animation with that cat is just flipping awesome. Yeah. This is another one of those episodes that has a lot of great lines mm-hmm. that we use in like our daily lives. Absolutely. I'm in my element. I'm in my element. This is such a cool episode- um, talks about teamwork, talks about how it shows like they really need each other in this and uh, Finn and Jake really need each other. I just, I really enjoyed this episode because there are so many layers to it and it's just really, really neat. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. I, lo- I love some Finn solo adventure episodes like this one. And the Bucket Night was great. Exponential growth. All right. Number six, episode five, the Enchiridion. Yes. So Princess Bubblegum sends Finn and Jake on their most challenging quest yet to recover the Enchiridion, the hero's handbook. Yeah, this is the only episode that we've had a, a guest on. Yeah, our our buddy Sam, Sam. came in the guest with us, guest ho- co-hosted. Yeah, that was a, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And this episode's great. It it's is. one of those breakneck speed kind of like how do they pack this much into eleven minutes kind Agreed. of episodes. Uh, I love the the uh, what's it the giant mm-hmm. with the <laughs> the giant dollar bill. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what's that about? Yeah, this one's good. Oh, I love uh, how she says that the Encaridian is guarded by a manly minotaur. Yes. What's well, it being like the friendliest guy in the entire He's series? Super nice. <laughs> he doesn't do anything threatening. No, not at all. You got He's like, her. oh, ho, 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 I've been waiting for you, Finn yep. the Human. He's very jovial. Yes, very jovial. Yeah, this episode's just a blast. It is a good one. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And next is our number five, episode 11, Wizard. Yay, montages. Yes, this, is, this episode's like half montage. Montage. Finn and Jake discover a secret tribe of wizards and take magic lessons for a price they're not prepared to pay. Yes, Bufo. Bufo. <laughs> Dang it, Leonard. If we don't all say it all at the same time, n- nobody can understand us. So funny. Yep. This is a this I really enjoyed this episode because you gotta see a lot of like the the mystical aspect of Ooh and just seeing some just fun stuff and I don't know, it was cute. Yeah, it was fun watching the montage of like their training. Yes. Wizard training. Like a I lot think, of the spells that they learn look completely useless. Yeah, okay, but also like where do these wizarding powers come from? Like, can they never use them again, or how I don't think does they that can. work? Yeah, it's 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 not really wrapped up in the end. No, not at all. What episode is though? I know, but I think that some of their problems could be like solved if they're able to use yeah. some of these powers. I love Jake's uh, mustache and afro in this episode. Absolutely, so great. And Finn t- 
tucking his uh, wizard robe into his pants. Yeah, and it's like sticking out the leg. Yep. So good. Many laughs. Oh, speaking of laughs, our number four is episode 14. I can't believe it's that low. Uh, The Witch's Garden. I love this episode. Me too. So for those of you who don't recall, a witch steals Jake's shape-shifting powers, but his ego makes it very difficult for him to get it back. Yeah, yeah, he steals a donut from the witch's garden, her donut garden. <laughs> I'm not married. I'm not married. We love the character of the witch so much. The witch so is so much. funny. She's great. She cracks us up. She might be, I think, for both of us, like maybe the funniest character of the first season. And I really think Jake deserves what he got in this episode. I think so, too. He, he was he's, completely in the wrong, and in the end, he's kind of a bully. He is, and he's super mean. He is. I don't this, like it. This episode has the, the river of trash. And the mermaid in it. Yes, the mermaid was so cool. I loved the animation on that. Yeah. Really, really cool. Then you have a uh, baby man body. Yeah. Jake. <laughs> He's oh, terrible so in this episode. funny. And, like, Finn wants nothing to do with him by the end of it. Not even a little. Yeah, this, it's just hilarious. The witch is great. I love her. Ooh. All right, we're getting to our top three. Here it comes. Number, or er, er, number third. Third best episode of season one, episode 25, His Hero. Oh, yeah. This is where Finn and Jake, but Finn mostly meets his hero, Billy, who is not everything Finn expects him to be. Yeah. This episode just had so much going for it. One, the introduction of Billy. Two, his awesome theme music. No kidding. And also you get the cobbler. That poor cobbler. He went through so much. It's just like every scene of this episode introduces something new Mm -hmm. that I just loved. So good. And we also used the line, this gruel is very adequate. Yep. But we also put like something like insert instead of gruel. Yeah, we've been using lines from this episode pretty much every day since we saw Mm -hmm. it. LSP becomes a cyborg. Yes. I I love so many parts of it. And I think that's really cool how it focuses on like hero work and how, you know, one, it's like you can't make everyone happy. Two, that... I do think it's kind of funny that they come to the conclusion that violence is, is the, answer the answer sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about uh, that. But also that like hero work can save your soul. And I thought it was really clever how they had like all of Billy's bodily organs like come together to shape his heart and like yeah, realize his, his heart potential. literally growing back. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, this one's classic. Oh, such a good, such a good episode. Solid episode. Love this. Really uh, rich in storytelling, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and again, a lot of moving parts in this episode, but not so much that you felt lost in the episode, but no. that there was just a lot of um, really just clever dialogue and clever plot points. And I just, ugh, good. It was good. As far as like character introduction episodes go, yeah, almost no character in the show's introduction episode is my favorite of their episodes, but it is, I think, my favorite Billy episode. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That is really cool. Totally. Number two is episode 23, Rainy Day Daydream. Jake's imagination literally runs wild, coming to life and bringing many dangers into the treehouse. Love this one. This is one of Matt's definitely favorite episodes. Yep. The use of imagination in it. I love the sword storm. Mm -hmm. I love how hilariously bad Finn's imagination is. Yes, absolutely. I was thinking a lot about like why this could be your favorite episode um, one of your favorites, and I and I really think it's because you live in your imagination. I sure like, do. Your brain is going all the time and thinking of all these different things, and you are super creative, which is one of the things I really love about you. I love that it's just, hey, 
put it out there. Like use your imagination. Like it's raining outside. Do something about it. Have fun. Enjoy. You don't have to be stuck and you don't have to, you know, not be creative because you think it's whatever. You know, I don't know. Insert emotion here. But I think it's kind of cool. It's just a fun episode. Yeah, it feels like this episode represents like Pendleton Ward as a child. Like this is the kind of stuff that he would imagine that like brought him into making some of like Adventure Time, like embracing his crazy imagination. Yeah, absolutely. I just love it. I could see how you would love this episode and how it speaks to you. Oh, definitely. 100%. Love -hmm. this episode from beginning to end. Yeah. I would rather die than use my imagination. (laughs) Melodramatic much? (laughs) Do you want to bring it in? Bring it in. All right. Our number one, our favorite episode of this entire season was... You want a drum roll? Yes. (laughs) Episode 13, City of Thieves. City of Thieves. So a mission leads Jake into a city where everyone is a thief, and the chance to be corrupted is incredibly strong. This episode has everything that we loved about the first season wrapped into one episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love this episode. I recall us when we were um, recording this episode and being like looking at it and talking about it. As you're watching this, there are things going on just all the time. It was like boom, 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 one after another and just keeps you busy. And uh, I just it, it was so great. It was visually pleasing. It was the story was great. There were red boots involved. I mean, mm-hmm, this weird recurring thing with uh, Jake, Jake and stealing. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. It's just a great episode and yeah. you can't go wrong. It's even got somebody like the witch from the witch's garden. It like what's it? The uh the prophet of doom who just sits outside the city and warns people that they're going to turn into thieves if they go in there. And like, that's all she does. It's, it's like her lot in life. Yeah. The, what do they call that? Oh man. What is the word? Like harbinger of doom. Har- yeah. Harbinger yep. of doom. Yeah. It's so good. If harbinger of doom was, was a job. Yeah. I would want that job so bad. Would you? Oh my God. Yeah. To be that guy at the gas station. I was just going to say, would you like to be that guy at the gas station? Yeah. <laughs> Don't go down that way. <laughs> You'd be good at it. You'll go straight to the heart of forest. <laughs> that's it. That's our uh, that's our ranking. Hot dog. Hot dog. City of Thieves number one. Did you think City of Thieves was going to be our favorite after you watched it? No. I, well, okay. So I didn't think it was going to be our favorite, but I didn't think it was not going to be our favorite. Like, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I hadn't seen the whole season. And so for me we were halfway through the ser- the the season at that point and uh there was still a lot of really good adventure time to see oh yeah i took a look at the episodes in season 2 and i must say i think season 2 is even better i can't wait i'm so excited me too so we wanted to identify who our favorite non Finn and Jake characters of the season were matt you want to head it up absolutely so my favorite uh, non-Finner Jake character was the hag from City of Thieves. That's what she was, the hag, the prophet of doom there. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's hilarious. Every time she popped up, I had gut-busting laughter. Yeah, super funny. Who's and your I, honorable mention? Ooh, my honorable mention is the witch from the witch's garden. I'm not married. I'm not married. <laughs> now, how about you? Who's your favorite? So my favorite was the witch from the witch's garden. <laughs> I knew it. She was so great. We still quote her every day. She's Not awesome. every day, but a lot. Love Like her range of voices. Yes. So good. And how about your honorable mention? Was Tree Trunks. Nice. Yeah. Good I like choice. Tree Trunks. I think she's just so, 
don't even know how to explain her. You know what's interesting is Hmm. early in the season, we were talking about how a lot of the female characters seemed to be not great. Yes. Like, Like a lot of them were like villainous roles. Yes, absolutely. But- our favorite, our three favorite non-Fenjia characters of the season ended up being female characters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I totally didn't even think of till now. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. I agree. And next is our favorite Finisms or Fin exclamations. <laughs> so what's yours? So mine was Slam a Cow. Yeah, from and Slumber Party Panic. Yep. Yes. Yep. That is definitely one of my favorites. Slam a Cow. So that's great. Tops. I love, love, love the Finisms. They just so many. So many great ones. I love the math references. I think those are really great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't get over how much I adore Finn. Yes. I love that he uses math. Exclamations. Exclamations. Even though you know he's terrible at math from like the first episode. Yeah. Finn, so- you know you're terrible at math. <laughs> my my favorite Finnism was youth culture forever. From Wizard. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one just cracked me up. It's good. And totally unexpected. So how about your favorite song? I liked, as I mentioned earlier, earlier I liked the baby song, Baby. Yeah, it's awesome. From the Jiggler. From the Jiggler. How about you? My favorite was House Hunting Song by Pendleton Ward. Ooh, cool. Yeah. yeah that was from Evicted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so even though, like, yeah, that's not one of my favorite episodes, it's still had my favorite song of the season. So, like, every episode has something in it that I like. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Every episode did have something that I liked in all of them. Yeah. So the first season didn't actually have that many songs in it. I, I looked up um, every song from the season mm-hmm. and it was some very small, like in the single di- single digits. Yeah. There weren't very many songs this well, season. You get a lot sure. more awesome songs later in the series. That's for and sure. Matt will perform also those songs. I, on occasion, at the end of an episode or two, I'll, uh, I, I did learn how to play a couple songs from this show and I'd be happy to... Matt wooed Assault me with a song with from that. Adventure Time. <laughs> I made him play it for me the other night. So do you want to hear what my favorite prediction of yours was? Heck yes, predictions I do. more based... than anything. Yeah. So Amy's predictions of uh, what, been, what an episode's going to be about based on its title. So my favorite was Rainy Day Daydream. And she thought it was going to be about this. BMO has a daydream of Finn, Jake, and BMO adventuring in the forest with swords. They go on a marvelous adventure and save an ant colony from utter destruction. Bimo wakes up and realizes the dream was inspired by making ants on a log. I feel like that was really accurate, and I don't appreciate you making fun of me about it. Oh, I'm not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the amount of uh, imagination you put into that. Yeah, dude, I love doing my predictions. I think they're really fun. I like it too. So Matt, what were your overall impressions about season one? I think season one was a lot of fun. I wrote down some final thoughts, if you would care to hear them. I would care to hear them. Um, so I, I tried talking about this earlier on in the year on one of the episodes. I, just, I had trouble articulating it. And so I decided to uh, to uh, yeah, I'm gonna type a little something into my old computer here. Let's so, hear it, brah. Bro, brah. Oh, look. And look it's, it starts off exactly what I already said. At some point this season, I started getting into my thoughts on the opinion that every story needs a deeper meaning. But I was having trouble articulating. So I'm going to give it another go here, and hopefully it makes more sense. So I just finished two film classes. One was screenwriting, the other was cinema history. And according to all the material we had to read about writing, it should be a storyteller's goal to place every little item of every scene there for a reason. Like, every line and every detail needs to be connected to an overall theme or message into the protagonist's character arc. Now stick with me, kids. I'm still here. (laughs) Thank you. She's, like, snoring over there. (laughs) 
So I've read that there are only 10 types of stories total, and it's been that way since storytelling began, and each of these stories has to follow certain rules. And if yours doesn't, then no one can connect to them. And I think that's the problem a lot of people have with a show like Adventure Time. Not every episode has a deeper meaning in the end, and the characters don't change much every episode, especially in the early seasons. And parents get usually walk in on their kids watching something like this and just think that it's visual junk food and say that it's the kind of show that makes kids dumber. But if you look back in film history, especially outside the U.S., a lot of the biggest innovators were the ones who decided not every frame needs to follow the rules of story. I'm talking about, like, the French New Wave and, like, experimental film. Or, like, abstract painting. The point wasn't to teach you anything, it was just to make you feel something. And that, to me, is art in its purest form. It gives you permission to absorb it in your own way. And that's what Pendleton Ward's original vision was for Adventure Time. It was weird art that wasn't supposed to be analyzed or made sense of. It was like a kind of nonsensical world built by someone who just wanted to make other people with a weird sense of humor laugh. And those are my thoughts. I think he was really successful. That's Matt, what I got from the really, first season. I think that's really cool. And I, I do I definitely agree with you. And I, I don't, I think Adventure Time does have a number of deeper meanings, but like, and people can interpret it, but I think it's open. Like, like there isn't like copious amounts of exposition or, Hey, this is how I'm going to shove how you should feel down your throat. Like you need to feel this way. I think it's just really kind of uh cool how some episodes you're like, Hey, this was just a, an episode of just fun. Like you're supposed to laugh. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't know why. And then other episodes that are just so clever and just, I don't know. Like you have those layer episodes where we're learning about the Ice King and that yeah. is those are those ones where they build upon each other. But I do agree with you. I, I think that it I think that there this is such a, a good show for adults and kids that they can take from it and interpret it in whatever way they want and learn. Absolutely. Yeah, I think even though some of the later seasons you get more like interconnected stories between episodes. Yeah. I, I don't think it's fair to brush off these early ones just for being a little more outlandish. No, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. I don't I don't think it is either. And I think they do lend themselves to building, like giving us room to build more yes. of this world, right? They're the building blocks of what this world is going to look like and how, how we can, as viewers, relate to it and learn from it and but enjoy it. If I'm making weird faces over here, the chlorine from swimming earlier is like turning my eyes into sand. That's okay. <laughs> do you need some eye drop? Never. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> We've been doing that voice all day today. But anyway, yeah. So what are your thoughts on the first season? Well, I didn't write out a long thing like you. <laughs> I really got in the mode to do that the other day. So for Adventure Time, so as a as an adult, I really like the perspective that I see in these episodes. I love storytelling. I love um, the visual masterpiece that Adventure Time is. I love um, how, you know, we're taking this this life that this kid has and his relationship with his dog slash brother and their adventures that they have and this dichotomy of good versus evil. And even in this, even in the season, we see like the gray, right? That not everything is cut and dry, that you have to use critical thinking skills, that you get to make choices and that it impacts others in your life. I think this this season is cool and the show is so cool because it makes you think. It doesn't tell you what to think. It doesn't it's not like this repetitive, you know, plot. Like we were you know, we've watched some sitcoms that we really used to like. You really start to see the formula. Yeah, the formula was there and it gets boring, right? Yep. And we could almost like call it. You're like, oh, okay, well this is the part that da 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 da. 
And what I like about Adventure Time is that that end abrupt. Like I remember so many times where we're watching it and I've seen it. I'll watch an episode with you before we started doing this. And I'm like, uh, okay, so that was random. And just like how abruptly it ended. <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay, we were invited into this world for a brief period of time. And now our visit's over. And we get to take that experience and interpret it and take it with us for however we want. And it's not, there's not like tons of exposition. There's not tons of like, um, this is what you should think about it. It's take this, interpret it as you may come back next time. And I'll let you peek into this world again. And I think that's, what's really cool about it. And we're learning so much about the characters, but we're also learning about ourselves along the way. Absolutely. Man, very well put. Thanks. You don't even have to write that. <laughs> I'm super <laughs> jealous. You're so good at just coming up with stuff on the fly. And then you, you'd send it over to me and I'm like, yes. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Well, so, yeah, that's season one. We totally had a blast. Thank you for your patience with us along the way. We know it's been a little drawn out, but we will be back in September with season two. And we're super excited to tackle all the episodes of season two yes we're actually super excited and before we get there there's going to be a couple of uh bonus episodes um well at least one bonus episode matt's working on some over the garden wall stuff yeah yep so So, some adventure time related content yes he is and we're excited about that too so keep an eye out come september we're gonna have some more episodes and maybe during the summer we'll have those bonus content Yes, yes. Oh, and by the way, finally, after like a year of talking about it, my uh, second podcast is up and running, uh, Modern Horror Show Podcast. So give it a check. So far, I've just, just got the introduction, but uh, I've been hard at work on another episode. Yeah. If you're into horror movies. And Matt totally is. So you should be too. <laughs> That's right. All right. So until September, we'll see you. Oh, any plugs for you? Oh, no. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.